0: It's the Old Man Yells at Music Podcast, the show where a guy looks back at selected hits from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, also some old musical TV shows, albums you may have forgotten or never even heard of, and more. Now here's your host, the old man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello, and welcome to episode 86 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. This week, we're looking at the charts of November 6, 1970. Around this time, Tom Dempsey, who played place kicker for the NFL's New Orleans Saints despite a deformed right foot, made an NFL record 63-yard field goal to give his team a last-second 19-17 win over the Detroit Lions. Since then, only two longer field goals have been kicked most recently, about a month ago, before this recording, when Justin Tucker of the Baltimore Ravens hit a new record 66-yard field goal to give his team a last-second 19-17 win over the Detroit Lions. Let's see what was happening in the culture beyond the ongoing woes of Motor City football fans. At the movies, the new releases included two films that would be among the year's highest grocers, Ryan's Daughter, in which a married Irish woman has an affair with a British soldier during World War II, I mean World War I, excuse me, and The Owl and the Pussycat, a romantic comedy about two mismatched lovers, prostitute Barbara Streisand and writer Elliot Gould. Gould also starred in Where's Papa?, a comedy about a lawyer trying to rid rid himself of his meddlesome mother. Other films coming out this month included The Phantom Tollbooth, a half-cartoon, half-live-action children's book adaptation co-directed by animation legend Chuck Jones, Scrooge, another version of Charles Dickens's A Christmas Carol, this time with Albert Finney and Alec Guinness. I Walk the Line, in which Southern Sheriff Gregory Peck has an affair with with the daughter of a family of moonshiners, and yes, Johnny Cash did the soundtrack, And a movie with one of the greatest titles of all time, in my opinion, Dirty Dingus McGee, a western starring Frank Sinatra as the title character. Ring-a-ding-dingus. Once again, I'm turning to the American primetime listings for my TV news. But this time, the date is a Friday, so that's different. Primetime starts at 7.30. CBS started with the medical drama The Interns, which was the first time... MASH's B.J. Honeycut, Mike Farrell, played a doctor on TV. Then it was the private school sitcom The Headmaster, which starred Andy Griffith in the title role. And apparently Linda Ronstadt sang the theme song. Finally, at nine, they showed the 1961 Western One-Eyed Jacks*, which starred and was directed by Marlon Brando. On ABC, the 7.30 slot went to The Brady Bunch, It's the episode where Bobby finds a wallet with a lot of money in it. The boys want to keep it all for themselves. The girls think they they should get a share. And the Killjoy parents think they should just turn it into the police. I think they should have given it to Alice and tell her to show Sam a good time in exchange for all the cheap meat he he gives them. Then it's the Mary Poppins ripoff sitcom, Nanny and the Professor followed by the seventh-ever episode of The Partridge Family, in which Danny helps a Las Vegas showgirl invest in the stock market, which which gets him in trouble with her boyfriend, who has connections, if you know what I mean. At nine, it was That Girl, where Anne Marie is in a play in St. Louis and meets Cardinals baseball legend Stan Musial. Then it's the comedy anthology Love American Style, which this week has a segment featuring Ruth Buzzy and Vincent Price. And they finish at 10 with This is Tom Jones, where the Welsh hip shaker sings and dances alongside guests Perry Como and Debbie Reynolds. Finally on NBC, the night starts with the western The High Chaparral, which is is followed by The Name of the Game, an anthology about fictional magazine reporters and the stories they cover. That ran all the way to 10 o'clock, when they wrapped up with Bracken's World, an inside Hollywood drama with Leslie Nielsen as the head of a studio. This was back in the days when nobody knew Leslie Nielsen could do comedy. Yes, I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. On the bestseller lists, fiction readers were picking up The Crystal Cave, Mary Stewart's depiction of the early life of the wizard Merlin. Erwin Shaw's family saga Rich Man, Poor Man, which later became a blockbuster ABC miniseries, and Islands in the Stream, a posthumously published Ernest Hemingway novel that has nothing to do with Dolly Parton or Kenny Rogers. Top nonfiction titles included Inside the Third Reich by Albert Speer, who was Hitler's minister, Minister of Armaments in the final years of World War II, Zelda, Nancy Milford's biography of the flamboyant wife of author F. F. Scott Fitzgerald, and Papillon, Henri Charrière's account of how he escaped from the penal colony of French Guiana in 1941, which was later turned into a hit movie starring Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman. And in music, albums released this month included American Beauty by the Grateful Dead, The Man Who Sold the World by David Bowie, Layla and Assorted Other Love Songs, Other assorted love songs, excuse me, by Derek and the Dominoes, a.k.a. Eric Clapton. Osmonds by the Osmonds. His Band and the Street Choir by Van Morrison. Tea for the Tiller Man by Cat Stevens. All Things Must Pass by George Harrison. The self-titled debut album by Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Loa vs. Power Man and the Money Go Round, Part 1 by the Kinks. And that staple of all great record collections, 12 Dreams of Dr. Sardonicus by Spirit. No, really, that's actually supposed to be a really good psychedelic prog rock album. I couldn't find anything weird or obscure enough to make a joke about this month. So now, let's go to the charts. As always, we start below the top 40s. This time we're once again looking at a group who are most famous for one for one song, but instead of that one we're going to talk about one of their lesser known tracks. At number 46 in Canada, it's Ain't That Telling You People by The Original Cast. Cast spelled C A S T E. Formed in Calgary in 1966, the Original Cast's membership included a bank accountsman manager, a truck driver, and a secretary who also sang on a local variety show called the Calgary Safety Roundup. They broke through in 1969 when their recording of the folk allegory One Tin Soldier made the Canadian Top 10 and the U.S. Top 40. Since then, they had picked up two more hits at home. Ain't That Telling You People was taken from the album One Tin Soldier. Ain't That Telling You People is pleading, preachy folk pop. I am telling you what the lyrics are there's a million smoky places and a million starving faces and a dissolute young preacher with an empty hand there's an uh, there's a hungry baby crying and a young man so, and a young man somewhere dying but we just can't hear them calling above the band now ain't that telling you people that the whole world needs changing now ain't that telling you people that we dig and we plow now ain't that telling you your brother that your heart needs rearranging Ain't that telling us all that we better start right now? It's like the earnest protest folk of the early 60s morphed into this shouty kind of public service announcement. No soul, no sincerity, just images that are supposed to make you feel guilty. One tin soldier was a bit cheesy, but it had conviction. This is just loud people trying to batter you into righteousness. Ain't that telling you people peaked at number 43. The group had one more hit in 1971 and continued on until 1980. Guitarist Bruce Innes pursued a solo career for years, then formed a new lineup of the band in the 2000s. Although continuing to call the group the original cast when he was the only founding member, that seems a little deceptive to me. We're into the top 40s now, beginning in Canada with number 34, Sweetheart by Engelbert Humperdinck. Born Arnold Dorsey in Madras, India in 1936, Engelbert Humperdinck took his stage name from that of a 19th century German opera composer. He broke through in 1967 when his recording of the country song Release Me topped the UK chart and went top five in North America. He'd scored several more hits on both sides of the ocean by the time he released this the first single and title track from his seventh LP. Sweetheart is a cover of a song originally written and recorded by the Bee Gees. I am not in any kind of relationship with these lyrics. If your heart tells you so, that you should leave me, don't try to forget you and I never met. And before you fly, why can't you tell me why? You've forgotten all the words that you once said. As long as I've got you there beside me, as long as you... Long as you're there to stand and guide me, the love we share, no one can ever tear apart. Long as I've got this life I'm living, long as it's you, the love I'm with, then I'll keep calling you sweet. I'll keep on calling you sweetheart. If my love for you can't make you happy, just open the door and you won't see me anymore. And before you fly, why can't you tell me why you've forgotten all the words that you once said? I would best describe this as lounge country. And Engelbert or Arnold or whatever his name is, he comes off as like Tom Jones with absolutely no sex appeal. It's just, no, not a fan. Well, Sweetheart peaked at number 34. It hit number 22 in Britain and number 47 in America. Humperdinck had three more Canadian Top 40s, including the smarmy 1976 North American Top 10, After the Lovin'. He, He continues to record and perform, and his most recent album is 2018's Warmest Christmas Wishes. We now go down to the States for their number 34 song, As the Years Go By by Mash McCann. Formed in Montreal in 1960, Mash McCann went through several names before deciding to take the name of a variety of hashish in the late 60s. They got a break earlier in 1970 when they were booked alongside Janis Joplin, the band, The Grateful Dead, and others on a touring festival that played three Canadian cities. As the Years Go By was the first single from their self-titled debut album. As the years go by, is strange organ-heavy pop rock with a kind of a Middle Eastern feel, but only seconds will go by while I read the lyrics. A child asks his mother, Do you love me? And it really means, will you protect me? His mother answers him. His mother answers him, I love you. And it really means you've been a good boy. And as the years go by, true love will never die. At 17, his girl says, Do you love me? And it really means, will you respect me? The the teenage boy answers, I love you. And it really means, can I make love to you? And as the years go by, true love will never die. I will love you forever. At 65, his wife says, do you love me? And it means, I like to hear it again. Her husband says to her, I love you. But it really means, I love you till the end. It's this weird combination of rock and what would be played by the band at a wedding you get invited to by your friend from work whose ethnic background you're not really certain of. It's simultaneously unfamiliar and familiar, but it ends up stuck in your head. And it's got that kind of reflective lyric that shows up in some of the songs Frank Sinatra did in the 60s, like My Way, and it's It Was a Very Good Year. I wonder if Frank ever did this one. I'd be intrigued to hear it. As the years go by, it peaked at number 31. In Canada, it went all the way to number one. The group never matched this song's success, and they broke up in 1971. Drummer Jerry Mercer joined April Wine in 1973, and he was with them until 2008. We make our first visit to the UK for their number 32 song, Whole Lot of Love by CCS. Formed in England in 1970, CCS were led by guitarist Alexis Corner, a fixture of the 60s British blues scene. Whole Lot of Love was the first single from their self titled debut album. Whole Lot of Love is a mostly instrumental cover of the 1969 Led Zeppelin hit. The signature guitar riff is pretty well replicated, but there are also horns and a flute plays the melody line that Robert Plant sings on the original. Somebody does sing that Way Down Inside part near the end, but it sounds out of place. To me, this is like the best marching band version of this song that you could ever imagine. Whole Lotta Love peaked at number 13. CCS had four more hits, including two top tens, before breaking up in 1973. Their version of Whole Lotta Love, however, lived on, it formed the basis for the theme from Top of the Pops that was used for several years during the 1970s. We stay in Britain for number 25, Think About Your Children by Mary Hopkin. Born in Pontardal, Wales in 1950, Mary Hopkin and got her break when the fashion model Twiggy saw her on a TV talent show and recommended her to her friend, Paul McCartney, who made Hopkin one of the first signings to the Beatles' new label, Apple Records. Her 1968 debut single, Those Were the Days, topped the UK and Canadian charts and hit number two in America. She had picked up three more top ten hits by the time she released this single. Think About Your Children is pleading folk pop. Let's ponder the lyrics child isn't born with a prejudiced mind. He only learns what he sees or what he's taught to do. Think about your children, mother. Help all mankind. Don't let the weight of hate weigh the world down. Here we are in this world together. We were meant to live with each other. Tell the child the truth. It's your own son, and everybody know about freedom. It's a shame that there ever had to to be. But we can't change the past. I can see a good Day coming. More of love and no time for hating. There will be no need for debating, and everybody know about freedom. It makes you picture flowing white dresses and flowers and hair and a lot of hand holding and dancing in circles. Pretty clearly, the 60s weren't over for a lot of people, particularly this one. Think about your children peaked at number 19. Hopkin had just one more hit, but she continues to record and perform, and she released two albums last year. Another Road and Christmas corral. We're back in Canada for number 22, I Believe in Sunshine by Madrigal. Formed in Willow- Willowdale, Ontario in 1968, Madrigal was formed when its members were still in junior high school. I Believe in Sunshine was their debut single. I Believe in Sunshine is peppy pop rock. Let me beam some lyrics down upon you. She's a sunshine girl from the early morning light, and I want her shining with me. Have her right with me. It's a sunshine day, every day that she's beside me. It can never rain when I've got sunshine close to me. I believe in sunshine every day. It's like something that would be on an Archie's album, but not released as a single. It's workmanlike pop that sounds okay, but isn't all that memorable. I Believe in Sunshine peaked at number 16. Madrigal had no further hits and broke up for good in 1975. Keyboardist Peter Boynton later joined the band Red Rider and played on their first two albums. Now we're back in the USA for number 21, Express Yourself by Charles Wright and the Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band. Formed in Los Angeles in 1962, Charles Wright and the Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band were led by, surprise, Charles Watts, a Mississippi native who played piano and guitar. The group went through multiple iterations and backed up other artists before scoring their first hit with Do Your Thing in 1969. Express Yourself was the first single and title track from their fourth album. Express Yourself is swinging, horn-driven funk. I will express myself through someone else's lyrics. Express Yourself. Express Yourself. You don't ever need help from nobody else. All you gotta do now, express yourself. Whatever you do, uh, do it good, uh. Whatever you do, 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 Lord, Lord, do it good, all right, oh yeah. It's not what you look like, what you're doing, what you're doing. It's what you're doing when you when you're doing. What you look like, you're doing. Express yourself. Express yourself. They're doing it. The, uh, they're doing it on the moon, y'all. Uh, in the jungle too. Uh, everybody on the floor now. Uh, jumping like a kangaroo. So let the horns do the thing they do, y'all. Uh, some people have everything, and other people don't. But everything don't mean a thing if it ain't the thing you want. It's primordial primordial funk in that you feel like this song always existed in the collective human consciousness, but it just took taste, technology, and the right musicians to bring it to light. These guys truly did the world a vital service, as far as I'm concerned. Express Yourself was down from a peak of number 12. Wright and Company had one more hit, then Charles went solo. He's still active at the age of 81, though he hasn't released an album since Finally got got it right. Finally got it right in 2006. Express Yourself did gain some new life in 1988 when it was sampled in a song of the same name by rap group N.W.A. We begin our look at songs in the top 20s with America's number 18, Gypsy Woman by Brian Highland. Born in Queens in 1943, Brian Highland was only 16 when he had a number one hit with the novelty song Itsy Bitsy, Teeny Weeny, Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. He had six more hits in the 60s, most notably the 1962 Top 5, Sealed With A Kiss. Gypsy Woman was the first single from his self-titled tenth Album. Gypsy Woman is a cover of a 1961 hit by The Impressions, written by soul legend Curtis Mayfield. I don't think these lyrics are cursed. From out from nowhere through a caravan, around the campfire light, a lovely woman in motion with hair as dark as night. Her eyes were like that of a cat in the dark that hypnotized me with love. She was a gypsy woman. She danced around and round to a guitar melody. From the fire her face was all aglow. How she enchanted me. Oh, how I'd like to hold her near and kiss and forever whisper in her ear. I love you, Gypsy Woman. It's middle-of-the-road pop rock that's much more adult than the hits Highland had in, in his teens. But in terms of early rock hitmakers having comeback hits in the early 70s, this is kind of boring compared to something like Rick Nelson's clever, winking 1972 hit Garden Party. Gypsy Woman peaked at number 3. It also hit number 3 in Canada and number 42 in the UK. Highland had no further hits, and he continues to perform on the oldies circuit. We're back in the UK for their number 15 song, Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. Born in Seattle in 1942, Jimi Hendrix joined the Army in the early 60s, and after being discharged, he began playing in bands. He later was a guitarist for established artists such as Little Richard and the Isley Brothers. After meeting Keith Richards, Hendrix moved to New York, where he formed the band The Jimi Hendrix Experience. The group had several hit singles in the UK, including a top-20 American hit with with a cover of Bob Dylan's All Along the Watchtower before they broke up in 1969. Shortly after the breakup, Hendrix appeared at Woodstock with a new band, and he clinched clinched his place in pop culture history with his legendary version of the Star-Spangled Banner. His new band, Band of Gypsies, released a live album in 1970. Hendrix, however, died in London in September of 1970, and in response, his UK label released... This track from the, the third experience LP Electric Ladyland as a single. Voodoo Child is a blues rock eruption of the kind only Hendrix can provide. Let me work my magic on the lyrics. Well I stand up next to a mountain and I chop it down with the edge of my hand. Well I stand up next to a mountain and I chop it down with the edge of my hand. Will I pick up the pieces, well I pick up all the pieces and make an island. Might even raise a little sand. Yeah, because I'm a voodoo child. Lord knows I'm a voodoo child, baby. I want to say one more last thing. I didn't mean to take up all your sweet time. I'll give it right back to you one of these days. Ha 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 ha. I said I didn't mean to take up all your sweet time. I'll give it right back one of these days. Oh yeah. If I don't meet you no more in this world, then I'll meet you in the next one. And don't be late. Don't be late. What more can be said? Jimi Hendrix did things with a guitar that no one has done before or since. This is blues, this is metal, this is catchy pop music. It's everything. It's probably the song that best encapsulates his sound and his genius. Fooder Child would hit number one. Since his death, there have been dozens of albums of archival studio and live recordings. Hendrix has been posthumously honored in many ways around the world. Including being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, having a statue on the British on Britain's Isle of Wight where he gave one of his final performances, having a park named after him in his native Seattle, and being depicted on a U.S. postage stamp in 2014. We are back in Canada for their number 20 song. Beautiful Secondhand Man by Jeanette Renaud. Born in Montreal in 1946, Jeanette Renaud had her first musical success when she won a local radio station talent contest. She became popular in Quebec and France, then decided to take on the English language market with a self-titled album from which Beautiful Secondhand Man was the first single. Beautiful Secondhand Man is showy diva diva pop of the old-fashioned kind. Here are the gently used lyrics. I used to sit home and cry. The touch of love had passed me by. But then you came along with all those dated routines you've used before. Worn out, faded old daydreams by the score. But I'm telling you one thing now for sure, baby. Beautiful secondhand man, you saved my life for me. Beautiful secondhand man, you taught my eyes to see. Now I can live like a woman, move like a woman, love like a woman can. Goodbye, and may love smile upon you. All may love smile upon you. Goodbye, goodbye, you beautiful... you. Goodbye, 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 you second-hand man. I guess I know you've been around, because I, in, on inquiry I have found you broke a dozen hearts with all those dated routines you've used before. A song where a woman is not only aware that the guy she was with was always planning on just having a temporary fling, but she was cool with it going in and isn't feeling any regret or heartbreak afterward. This was definitely atypical in 1970, where traditional v- ideas about the genders' view of sexual relationships still reigned. It's another example of a song that's a lot more subversive than it sounds. "Beautiful Secondhand Man" peaked at number eight. Renault had no further English hits, but she became a superstar in Quebec selling millions of albums and having a successful career acting in film and television. She was the subject of controversy in 2000, when she was reportedly paid a million dollars to sing at the wedding of a member of the Quebec chapter of the Hells Angels. Less controversially, in recent years, she has sung the Canadian National Anthem before Montreal Canadiens' playoff games. We're into the top 10s now, beginning in Canada with number 7, God, Love, and Rock and Roll by T. Garden and Van Winkle. David Garden and Skip Van Winkle met in Tulsa, Oklahoma in the mid-60s, then moved to Detroit. God, Love, and Rock and Roll was the first single from their self-titled third album. God, Love, and Rock and Roll is lazy hippie rock with some gospel elements, borrowed from the song Amen, which was a 1964 hit for The Impressions. Here are some questionably holy lyrics cheer the light still the fires raise your voice for god love and rock and roll we that fear the way is clear the day has come for god love and rock and roll sing your song we all belong now's the time for god love and rock and roll all right everybody sing we believe come on we believe let me hear you now we believe everybody sing we believe all right in god love and rock and roll ah yes indeed that's right one more time We believe in God, love, and rock and roll. We were near the beginning of the time where spirituality and belief in a supreme being was a regular topic of radio hits. Jesus Christ Superstar, the album, had just come out and was a year away from being staged on Broadway. And in a few months from now, songs like My Sweet Lord and Put Your Hand in the Hand would rank high in the charts. This song was part of that wave, but maybe it came too early for it to truly reach the mainstream shore. God, Love, and Rock and Roll peaked at number 7. In the U.S., it hit number 22. Teagarden and Van Winkle split up in 1973, after which David Teagarden had a few stints drumming in Bob Seger's band. They reunited for an album called Radioactive in 1997. Skip Van Winkle died in 2018 at the age of 74. We return to America for number three, Fire and Rain by James Taylor. Born in Boston in 1948, James Taylor started pursuing his music career in his teens, first by moving to New York and then to London, where he wound up signing with the Beatles' Apple Records and releasing his debut album in 1968. The album didn't sell well, but it did get critical acclaim, and upon returning to the States, he got himself a new record deal. Fire and Rain was the second single from his second LP, LP, excuse me, Sweet Baby James. Fire and Rain is a folk pop song on which Taylor deals with a few personal topics, including his battles with addiction, his struggles in the music industry to that point, and the suicide of a childhood friend. Here are the lyrics. Just yesterday morning they let me know you were gone. Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you. I walked out this morning and I wrote down this song. I just can't remember who to send it to. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end. I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend. But I always thought that I'd see you again. Won't you look down upon me, Jesus? You've got to help me make a stand. You've just got to see me through another day. My body's aching and my time is at hand. And I won't make it any other way. Been walking, been walking my mind to an easy time. My mat, my back turned turned toward the sun. Lord knows when the cold wind blows, it'll turn your head around. Well, there's hours of time on the telephone line to talk about things to come, sweet dreams and flying machines and pieces on the ground. It's got the laid-back sound. It's got the laid-back sound that would dominate early 70s pop, but it's not sappy and it has something to say. Taylor writes good songs and he also knows how to use a compressor to get rid of ants. What can't he do? Fire and Rain peaked at number 3. It hit number 2 in Canada and number 42 in Britain. Taylor had a dozen more hits including four top 10s and a number 1 in 1971 with You've Got a Friend. He continues to record and perform, and his most recent album, American Standard, came out last year. We're in the UK once more for number 10, Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Formed in Birmingham in 1968, Black Sabbath gained a reputation for their heavy sound and lyrics that sometimes included references to the occult. Though their debut album didn't produce any hits, it reached the UK top 10. Paranoid was the first single and title track from their second LP. Paranoid is chugging dark hard rock that helps set the template for much of the metal to come. These lyrics are not out to get you. Finished with my woman because she couldn't help me with my mind. People think I'm insane because I am frowning all the time. All day long I think of things but nothing seems to satisfy. I think I'll lose my mind if I don't find something to pacify. Can you help me op- occupy my brain? Oh, yeah. I need someone to show me the things in life that I can't find. I can't see the things that make true happiness. I must be blind. Make a joke and I will sigh, and you will laugh and I will cry. Happiness I cannot feel, and love to me is so unreal. And with the words being wailed by the young Ozzy Osborne. It comes across as an effective portrait of mental anguish. It's a classic that shaped a genre. Paranoid was down from a peak of number four. It hit number 54 in Canada and number 61 in the U.S. Black Sabbath had four more top 40 hits and went through multiple lineup changes until their first breakup in 2006, the year they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The, those, the main breakups involved Ozzy, who, who was fired in 1979 for substance abuse and was replaced with American Ronnie James Dio. Osborne rejoined in 1998 and was also part of the reunited lineup that released the album 13 in 2013. They disbanded again after a tour prophetically called The End in 2017. We'll recap the top 10s and look at a number one right after this. The Old Man Yells at Music podcast now has a Patreon. Yes, if you like this podcast so much you are moved to financially support it, now you can. There are different tiers with different rewards, such as early episode access, the ability to vote on future topics, and bonus episodes about extra songs from the charts I cover, other charts from other years, genres, and countries, and even the biggest hits of the 21st century. And you can even pick an episode topic for me at the top level. So if you're interested, go to patreon.com and search Old Man Yells at Music. Or click on the link, click on the links to the show notes, my social media posts, or the blog at Casey.blogspot.com. Help me yell more at more music. Become a Patreon subscriber today. Back to run down our three top tens. First up, the UK. Number 10, Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Number 9, Ruby Tuesday by Melanie, the American folk singer's cover of a Rolling Stones classic. Number 8, The Witch by The Rattles, the biggest international hit by a German psychedelic band. Number 7, Ball of Confusion by The Temptations, the Motown Legends fourth top 10 here. Number 6, Me and My Life by The Tremolos, the 11th top 10 for a British band. Number five, War by Edwin Starr, a North American number one that only got to number three here. Number four, Band of Gold by Frida Payne. Number one in here, number two in Canada, number three in the U.S. Number three, Black Knight by Deep Purple. The biggest hit, the first and biggest hit for the London Hard Rockers. Number two, Patches by Clarence Carter the biggest hit for an Alabama soul singer. And the number one song in the UK this week was... Woodstock by Matthew Southern Comfort, an English folk group's cover of the Joni Mitchell song popularized in North America by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Next up, it's the Canadian Top Ten. Number 10, I'll Be There by The Jackson Five. The fourth hit by the Brothers from Gary, Indiana. Number nine, Fire and Rain by James Taylor. Number eight, See Me, Feel Me by The Who. An abridged version of the closing track from the album Tommy. Number seven, God, Love and Rock and Roll by Tea Garden and Van Winkle. Number six, It's Only Make Believe by by Glenn Campbell. The Arkansas Country Stars cover of a 1958 Conway Twitty hit. Number five, We've Only Just Begun by The Carpenters. Karen Richards, second number one here. Number four, All Right Now by Free, the biggest hit for a London band. Number three, Look What They dunk to My Song Ma by The New Seekers. A London folk group's cover of the B-side of Melanie's Ruby Tuesday single. Number two, Lola by The Kinks, their fifth top five here. And the number one song in Canada this week was... Green-Eyed Lady by Sugarloaf, the first and biggest hit for a band from Denver, Colorado. Hailing from Gary, Indiana, brothers Jackie, Jermaine, Tito, Marlon, and Michael Jackson began making music together in the mid-60s, encouraged by their father Joe. They'd been performing around the country and recording for smaller labels before signing with Motown. Their first Motown single, I Want You Back, went to number one in January of 1970. And their next next two singles, ABC and The Love You Save, also topped the chart. I'll Be There was the first single from their third album, which was called Third Album. After their first three hits were up-tempo soul, I'll Be There was a ballad. I am here to read the lyrics. You and I must make a pact. We must bring salvation back. Where there is love, I'll be there. I'll reach out my hand to you. I'll have faith in all you do. Just call my name and I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there to comfort you, build my world of dreams around you. I'm so glad that I found you. I'll be there with a love that's strong. I'll be your strength. I'll keep holding on. Let me fill your heart with joy and laughter. Togetherness, girl, is all I'm after. Whenever you need me, I'll be there. I'll be there to protect you with an unselfish love that respects you. Just call my name and I'll be there. If there was any doubt that young Michael, who had charmed with his playful performances on the previous singles, could convincingly deliver a tender love song, it was erased seconds into this record. There was magic in him right from the beginning. Whether that magic was a gift or a curse is a source of infinite debate. I'll Be There was on the fourth of its five weeks at number one. It hit number four in the U.K. and number 10 in Canada. They had 13 more hits over the next five years. Then four of the brothers left for another label. While Jermaine, who was married to Mo- Motown founder Barry Gordy's daughter, stayed behind, the others teamed with younger brother Randy as the Jacksons. They had seven further hits, including two after Jermaine returned in 1984. But Michael was gone by the time of their final album, 2300 Jackson Street in 1989. The group reunited with Michael for a show at Madison Square Garden in 2001, and the four surviving members of the original five have performed together occasionally since Michael's death in 2009. So, how to sum up the pop music of November of 1970? Rock was doing well, and some of the genre's new bands were taking it in louder and heavier directions, although there was still much, very much a carryover of the sound and spirit from the 60s in others. Folk also remained a strong influence with a new generation of singer-songwriters working their way up. Soul was getting funky, and the Motown Wing had just produced one of its biggest hit machines ever. And speaking of Soul, one of the genre's greatest songwriters was getting covered by multiple pop acts, perhaps foreshadowing the heyday he'd had experienced in the next couple of years. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Glovehead, or the blog post of the episode, which is at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com, or you can check out the Instagram account at Old Man Yells at Music. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I link to in the show notes. Also in the show notes, the a link to my Patreon, where you can support the show and get some bonus content, including the recent mini-episodes about Disco on 60 Minutes, and the punk band Fear on Saturday Night Live. And you can make my charts, just like Mike Birmingham. All lyrics quoted are for the purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time on the show, we're doing charts again, this time from 1982. We'll find out what the pop scene was like just before a little album called Thriller came out. Until then, I'm Roger Stroop saying, wow, former President James Taylor. Stay safe.